This is a crowd podcast. Now, before we get stuck into this whole episode, we have a little exciting <gasps> announcement. Dun, da, 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 da. We have merch. Woo! Yeah, baby. We have a glorious new tote bag out, which says, put things inside me. I love that. So everyone, when you're wearing it on the tube, it's like, you know, they might not know what it's really referring to, but... They're like, oh, how cute that bag says, put things inside me because you're a bag. But actually, there's an illustration of a flower that looks like a vagina. I was going to say, you'd have to live under a rock to not really get what it was doing. But they're one-sided, so if you're feeling uncomfortable on your public transport journey, you can flip them over. Hide it from that, you know, that nun pointing at you and judging you. Um, We also have stickers, which look incredible. We are really thrilled. We had the one wonderful cat lobo create them for us with us if you will and we're so excited to share them with you so yeah. make sure you go to our website to check them out comecurious.co.uk i can't wait to put the i consent to being used one on my laptop my water bottle is going to be covered <laughs> You're listening to Fucks Given. Hello, everyone. I am Florence. <laughs> and I'm Reed. Hello. Hey. I thought I'd uh, start off by introducing our names because we never, never That's remember. That's smart, yeah. I-, I was expecting, like, the one with Reed and Florence. Uh, <laughs> the one where we catch up and talk after yeah, shit for about shit. an hour. <laughs> Which is... Uh, like as much as we adore having guests on there is something really nice about having the freedom just to chat shit with each other which is what we normally do anyway so why not record it exactly plus there's so much to catch up on as well because like in the last the last two episodes that we've had have been mega like i feel like we peaked okay i mean we haven't peaked hopefully but like i hate that term this is like one of our greater moments in fucks given history. I feel like saying that you've peaked is basically like demonizing the rest of your future. Like you're never going to be better than this. It's like, we don't know the future. Um, but no, like, no, I mean, I kind of meant that it's only going to get better from now. Is that what peaked means? I thought peaked means. No, it's okay. not. <laughs> I'm just like fucked you, up. You reach the top, you're done I now. Gone. That's it. I gone fucked up. You gone fucked up. <laughs> But we had Duncan Trussell on and that was incredible. That was like um, a bit of a lifelong dream. I was high after that episode, I yeah. swear. Yeah, I was like, I want to tell everyone. And then I'd tell people, yeah. like, who's Duncan Trussell? I'm like, do you not know who this person is? <laughs> exactly. No one actually knew. And then I'd be like, the Midnight Gospel. And they were like, oh my God, yeah. Cool. yeah, 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 yeah. And we, we also had the amazing guys from the Hard or Soft podcast, which was, was so like, like parallel oh. universe weird. Like I loved it. It was so, so much. good. It was, just, it was hilarious. Yeah. They're amazing. I was so jet lagged though, like when we were recording that. I wish that I was a little bit more like awake with it for that experience because I, I think it was like I th- the day after I got back from LA. Yeah. Yeah, something Which like is that. also another thing that we need to update. Like, I'm back home. Oh my God. I'm actually, back in London. Actually in London. You're home. We got to touch each oh other. God. We met up for an actual in-person meeting. We and we, we, we actually did. 
<laughs> we we rubbed our knees together on the sofa. Oh my god, that sounds way more sexual than it actually is. <laughs> we rubbed our knees. Yeah, uh, like it's like th- what is it called? Frottage. Yeah, frottage with an F. Frottage. Oh, frottage. Frottage. I was like a throttage. I mean, it sounds like it should be a throttage. It sounds like kind of like throttle, like thr- yeah, thrombing, thrum, thr- throbbing. <laughs> Throb- We're just coming up with words all over the shop over here. Yeah. We need like a come curious dictionary. Some of the shit we come out with. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, being back's been um, it's been great actually. Yeah, give us the lowdown. Like, I, Tell us all. I feel like I was so ready to come home at the end of my trip. Is that? I obviously love, love, love LA and like being the sun is the absolute dream, palm trees every day. But there was something within me, like this magnetic pull (laughs) pulling me back home. So like when I got here, I was just like, oh, so nice to be in my flat again. Yeah. So nice to live by myself again. Mm. Oh my days even. Oh my jays. Oh my jays. (laughs) Quickly put that one in there. (laughs) Fuck. So yeah, it's, it's been really good, and I've been on um, an, uh, on my. I'm just in a moment in my life where I'm really enjoying being single and mm. um, living that independent life, which is, you know, I feel like I always need to contradict myself when I say this a little bit because, as much as like you can put out there that like being single and doing all that stuff is really amazing and it feels amazing there are moments still where it is hard yeah yeah it's tough because also everything in not just our society but also like in our hormones and our chemicals like are pulling Mm -hmm. us towards being with somebody um whether that's one person or multiple people and for some reason i swear it's like when the days are shorter and it's a much colder and it's darker you want that you you go out less you want that security as soon as summer hits and you're still single you're gonna be like this is the fucking best thing ever yeah but there's exactly. that what did you call it C- coupling season cuffing, cuffing season. season i mean but i guess we're like no that is definitely still cuffing yeah. season like it's so cold today really fucking cold. I, i've i've like been a bit of a hermit mm-hmm. i haven't really left my house that i much. don't blame you don't do Not it it's lie. so cold and i'm like i feel like i'm dressing like i'm a ski instructor and i'm still freezing yeah i mean it, it, yeah it's hard because i like i want to be out here living my like best independent life but there are being back at the flat does bring back memories mm. and stuff from my last relationship and there are times where I get a bit sad and like really randomly as well because I'll be feeling really great and then I'll be like oh just I do I think it's it's the season I'm like I do just miss having that one person to like cuddle up with yeah at like this time of year like I had my friend over last night and I was just like cuddling into him on the sofa and stuff and I was like I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't like if if I had a partner yeah. I wouldn't be like cuddling with my male friends yeah <laughs> but that's the thing you can't you still need intimacy and you still need mm-hmm. it's it's even when you're single there will be still things that you are missing it might not necessarily be physical touch with an with another person but there will be yeah. things that that we need as humans um, yeah. It doesn't matter how single somebody wants to be or how much of a hermit or however, mm. like there are fundamental things we need, but it depends on where you can get them from. 
Yeah. And I'm going to just put this out here, but I have been finding it quite hard seeing your your stuff with Sam recently. The vlogging stuff. I was going to ask. Yeah, and I like, and like just, I, I don't know what, like sometimes, I think when you're so close to someone as well, and obviously we hear a lot, a lot about each other's mm. situations, relationships and stuff. And like, you know, like my dream when I was back in my relationship was having a partner that I could just do like post on my social media and like do the vlogs like, with fun yeah. content with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, them feels. I would I would feel exactly the same way in in the reverse position. Like I am very yeah. grateful that Sam is up for trying all this stuff. But again, as much as yeah. what we put out there um, on our socials, on the vlogs, it's all kind of through like rose tinted glasses you're only seeing maybe 20% of what the actual relationship is like and also we we are still in the honeymoon period so it looks beautiful from the outside but it isn't all fucking it, you know we still have arguments there are still moments where like I'm ending up in tears because I'm just PMSing and I'm so frustrated there's there is a lot out there but those are the things that we don't vlog um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, I, I would feel exactly the same way. I feel the same way when I see other vloggers or other celebrities, where it looks like they have such a perfect relationship, and yeah. it's so easy to fall into that trap of believing that they are perfect and that's exactly what we want. It's like, yeah, we might want the good bits, but hell no, would we not want the bad bits? We don't mm-hmm. know what's behind that image, that that representation that they're giving us. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, you can't put... Just because you're feeling something doesn't mean that, like, that's wrong for the other person to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I always try and put myself in in the other, like, reverse situation. And, yeah, it's... Like, I I would never want to stop you from making that content and stuff because I like half of me is like that's really awesome and like oh the curious fuckers are gonna love that stuff um but it yeah it's it's being single is a is a roller coaster I feel yeah because it can be amazing but it it's lonely yeah yeah I, I I felt the same way where it was like this oh my god I love going out and having all this amazing sex and being free and enjoying yeah. myself but there are really like it's almost when you're you know there's a lot of like expectations that aren't met and society mm-hmm. just yeah <laughs> society just constantly telling you that you should be in a relationship that being single is bad and you're a weirdo for being single especially like if you've been single for a long time um it's really trying to relearn that structure isn't it yeah. like just taking yourself away from what you've always thought about life Mm -hmm. i mean hell like being in if you've known someone that's been been in relationship after relationship you know constantly hopping from one to the that's not fucking healthy either no you don't learn about yourself no you can't you literally can't grow i mean you can grow with the other person but you're not growing by yourself and learning to do things by yourself it's always with another person yeah Um, Oh, I think the expectation thing is crazy. The expect, yeah, when you're just like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing sex, and then it's, then it's not. Yeah, I uh, I had sex this weekend. Yeah, and tell me, <laughs> tell me more. Your face. I don't even think you need to say anymore. Oh, <sighs> uh, you know what? Like, he probably is going. I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but like, I don't want to. Fuck. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> So what we're gonna have a, like a podcast talking about stuff because I, I want to be open about this sort of stuff on the podcast as well. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Maybe, but um, is it worth like waiting a couple of episodes, waiting a couple of weeks? It's not so fresh. <laughs> you know what? Like, I just want to say it, it's not that it was bad. Mm. It's just I'm basically on the lookout for a fuck buddy at the moment. Yeah. Like, I just really want an easy easy situation i don't want to have to do all the dating mm-hmm. like i i'm just so i just don't that I can't admin and like the sifting through all the people that are really yeah not i, I don't want to be rude but like you're just like what the fuck sifting <laughs> through all the what the fuck people yeah yeah and like oh god i started talking to this guy on field last night and then he's like messaging me today already and i was i'm like no, this is too much. Yeah, yeah you got to go with your gut on that thing. But it will, it, yeah. it's, yeah, it's highs and lows. Just again, just like a relationship. Yeah. So I made the bad decision oh. of, um, because I like can't be bothered to do the dating. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's do a FaceTime date. And then like the first time we meet, you can just come around to mine. Nice. Because this is the situation and like, this is what I want. And the FaceTime date was really sweet. Um, we seemed to get on well. I was like, yeah, yeah, this could this could be cool. And like, he's into gaming. So I was like, so he was gonna come over and we were gonna game. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, he came over and it was just, he was just so like, he was so sweet mm. and kind of innocent mm. and like cute. He was a bit young. He's like three years younger than me as well. So. I think I just felt that age difference yeah. a bit too much. Yeah, you really, it's it's it shouldn't be like that, but with some people you really do because it's not about yeah. a physical age; it's about a mental age. And then yeah, so oh my god, we were basically like no hanky panky, nothing. Like we were just we watched Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we we ate ramen. <laughs> we played Lego Batman. We played a bit of Assassin's Creed, and then we were watching Love, Sex, and Robots on Netflix until three a.m. I was gonna say this sounds like a lot. Until three, he came over like not even that late. He came over before seven, I think. Fuck. So like, <laughs> and I was just in this place where I was like, I just can't initiate. I can't initiate. Mm. Like I don't like I don't know how to initiate in this situation, um, and. And then he kind of, he, we, at the end, I was just like, you know what, let's do some shots. <laughs> All right. Okay. That was your like initiation to fuck. It was, let's get drunk. <laughs> Fucking Oh my and God. I, like, I got out of the coconut rum and I was like, okay, let's start puffing on my CBD vape and like do some shots. And um, <laughs> I don't think we actually, actually, you know what I was going to say? I don't think we actually got drunk, but then the next day I actually felt it a little bit. We, I think we only had three three or four shots each of this. The coconut rum that you got me. Oh, very nice. I'm very glad nice, to be a part though. of your little sex, sex party. Yeah, and then he kind of... So I hadn't really even thought about him sleeping over. Mm. And then he kind of assu- assumed that he was sleeping over. I suppose over. if it gets to 3 a.m., maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. And then, so he was like, oh, let's just, you know, let's finish this off and then call it a night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. So we just like got into bed and I was like, okay, I guess this is when this starts happening. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like, I felt like, I was like, who is this person? Like completely like lacks confidence in every single way. And it's like a teenager. I felt like I was 18. Fuck, that's frustrating. And, um, And then, yeah, so we just started like fooling around, blah, blah, blah. And then we started like, he started like dry humping me for like, 
a little bit too long. Oh, okay. All right. And I was like, I don't mind dry humping. Like, dry humping can be fucking great. But I was like, okay, cool. Let's um, let's move this on. And it was basically just, oh, there was actually one bit where he started sucking my nipples. I don't know what he was doing, but it was really hard. And I was like, oh, babe, like... Shit. I mean, is it possible? I have a bruise on my nipple. <gasps> That's unacceptable. <laughs> no. I mean, to be fair, I probably did say that I loved nipple play and I like, you know. Yeah, but like, it doesn't matter how much you love nipple play. You have to ask you pressure. slowly yeah. go into it, yeah, right? And be sure. like, is this okay? I mean, this person sounds but, a bit out, out. Like, they just, they haven't been taught. Well, so after we finish fucking, mm-hmm. he says... Oh, would you believe that I haven't had sex for a whole year? Okay, I, I, I thought you were going in a different direction with that. I thought you were going to say, would you believe I haven't what? had sex? And I was like, <laughs> Florence, you have stolen a virginity. Well, that's what I felt like in that moment. Shit, I'm not I mean, lie. yeah, that is fair enough. I mean, it did like was that surprising? No. Like, it made a lot of sense when he said that. I was just yeah. like, oh, That's okay. the kind like, of thing... Not being able to initiate not... and, like, mm-hmm. why did I feel slightly weird about it? And, like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, considering he hadn't had sex for a whole year, it wasn't that bad, right? It was yeah. okay. It was all mediocre right. sex. Yeah, yeah right. Maybe a little less than mediocre, but still. It just it wasn't, wasn't like, just wasn't your thing. Yeah, we basically just didn't actually connect and I was trying to... It was like trying to force like a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, I do feel like if you weren't initiating it, maybe you just didn't want to. Exactly, Mm -hmm. and I was just like... I guess I was in that point where I was just like, well, this is... Isn't this what I want? Like a fuck buddy that I won't get attached to? Yeah. No, this is not what I want. (laughs) This was the learning of the experience. Okay, that's... Well, yeah. It's all it's all life lessons. It's all important learning. Um, and this yeah. this guy sounds really sweet, and I'm sure he will be perfect for someone, multiple people out there. Yeah, he's so he's so, literally so sweet. We got on really really well, and finally, I found someone to play my Lego Batman game with me. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Nice. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad you got laid. Um, I'm, I'm sad for you yeah. that it wasn't the mind blowing experience your pussy hole deserves. I have BB now. Uh, what the fuck? Every time. Every time. That's so unfair. God, sometimes I like I love vaginas, but I fucking hate them sometimes. They're just... I fucking hate her. <laughs> We're going to get so many people listening to this being like, <gasps> you, you, the what? You hate? You hate her? No! Like, absolutely mortified <sighs> with saying those words. Yet sometimes they can be a little fucking bitch. Yeah, such a fucking bitch. Yeah, um, to be fair, I would also argue that maybe our vaginas are actually great and it's just the things that go inside them or around them that aren't fucking great. You might have something there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, like, dirty fingers. Dirty fingers get me every time. That's why I get thrush around my clit, not on the inside. I was bleeding as well after sex and I was like... Was that from his fingering or like, have I just been putting so many suppositories up myself for my BV yeah. that I've just got really fucking something like really tender down there or yeah, something? Yeah, I have heard that like, because um, I, I 
bled after th- having the thrush treatment and I have heard that suppositories can make the skin of your walls like a lot more just delicate um yeah. speaking of bleeding um I yes. <laughs> I uh great pivot nice pivot um I <laughs> spoke to my doctor yesterday pivot. sorry pivot I had to it had to be done um I, I spoke to the doctor yesterday and now mm. I'm gonna go and see a um, let me get it right. <laughs> a coloscopy specialist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a, a basically a cervix person specialist. Yes. Amazing. So that, that's great news. Um, and she was... Very good. I mentioned about the leaky nipples, because both Florence and I, if we have or haven't mentioned this on the podcast, we've had um, leaking from our nipples before. Um, my mm. colour leaking was white, so I assume it's milk, but the doctors don't like to call it that because they're just a bit like, well, it's just a discharge of something. I'm like, okay. Um, sure, I lactated. Yeah, I f- fucking lactated, but whatevs. Um, <laughs> and they they were really interested in that, which is really good. Um, and yeah. also about like my acne and about my contraception. I'm, ju- I'm just free. I just, I'm really stuck with my contraception at the moment. I'm really Sounds unhappy like with it. Is like a it is a hormonal thing, isn't yeah, it? So that's good so. that you're getting that proper help. Mm-hmm. I need to look into my hormones as well. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still bleeding. I'm still experiencing pain during sex. I still have that doctor's oh, appointment God. that's in fucking March, but um, I am on holiday on the same date. So I'm like, okay, oh. well I have to rebook it, and that's going to be another couple months. No. So I need to figure that out. Um, so yeah, that, but I felt really good after the um, after the doctor's appointment. I felt really seen and really heard. And it just yeah. helps so much if you're talking about vaginal issues, having somebody who has a vagina, it really helps. They just, they do seem to understand a bit more. I didn't really get to any conclusion with contraception though, because I've literally tried them all. Yeah. Like everything from like implant, both fucking, what are they called? And they're not coils in, in all the rest of the world. What are they called in the other... They've got like they are called coils, aren't they? Yeah, in the UK, but I don't. I think that's like a nickname. IUDs. IUDs. Yeah. yeah. Um, IUDs, like multiple different types of pills. I've had the patch. I've had like the implant. I think I said the implant, but yeah, it, done it all, and it just doesn't work. I just have no libido like I did. But of course, as soon as I come off contraception, my acne comes back twice fold. Fuck. So I'm like a bit fucking doomed. That yeah, that's not it's not what you want yeah. at all. Yeah, so long. Um, and then of course, um, obviously, mm. when you come off of contraception, you have to be really on it with condoms. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with condoms. In all honesty, my vagina prefers condoms because I'm less likely to get BV or thrush, and the cleanup is so much nicer. I'm not running to the toilet with my hand underneath my vagina trying to catch out all this fucking dripping so cum. True. It's so yeah. long. And then when you like sleep at night and you cough. Or you laugh and it just like falls out and you're like, oh God, now I have to go fucking sort this shit out. <laughs> oh my God, I remember those days. Yeah. Wow. Long. Yeah. So I haven't uh, tried I've to figure like, out. come inside me in a really long time. It's like, I love, okay. So I love the act of being come in. Like wh- when yeah. you're having sex and the come is happening, that is great. Yeah. But as soon as they mm-hmm. pull out and I'm like, oh fuck, I've got to deal with all it's of this all fucking wet. wet- I don't want to be rude, but like, 
semen smelling cum you know it's it's a strong smell and then i'm like on the toilet like okay now i gotta like do the old cold water rinse and i'm like ah, damn sam needs to sort his his diet if his cum smells bad he has a lot of protein <laughs> i don't know if that's sam i know do. you're listening to this just <laughs> eat some pineapple right? it's that <laughs> it's the old like whose cum is better vegans or meat eaters uh, vegans yeah i i like Tried two vegan cums when I was in LA and... It was great. So much better. Okay. So you, so you need so to try Sam's better. cum and I need to find some vegans. I am not ever <laughs> going to try Sam's cum. Okay, don't be rude. Like, maybe. Don't Never say never. Come on. Sharing's caring. Uh, I don't want to. So, uh, I, like, the thought of, like, cum that doesn't taste good, like... Okay, fully, yeah, fair enough. Like, I haven't sold it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> no, I mean his cum tastes fine. Like, in, in a, as a matter of fact, his cum actually tastes great. It's it's the smell of all <laughs> okay. cum. As a as a matter of fact, um, yeah, the Just taste dig is yourself fine. Out of that hole. Yeah. I was I was talking about smell originally. I promise you, um, the smell is just not that great. Yeah, but I feel like that's with every cum, right? I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've experienced smelly cum before. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we just outed your You're boyfriend. Joking? On the no, 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 no. All of not just like all my boyfriends. All of the cum. Maybe I'm just really susceptible to it. It's overwhelmingly strong. All of it. Maybe you just really don't like that smell. Like I kind of yeah. like sex smells. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like for some reason, cum uh, for me it smells like like really moldy um like swimming pool it's like the chlorine is so strong but like it's overwhelming like i i, I can gag just from the smell wow and yeah I, you I just always and also like you that. don't like you don't like sexual like no i'm not gonna say it's not that you don't like sexual fluids it's like because you don't like saliva yeah. you don't like that kind I of i don't stuff. like messy sex like i'm i like it clean and neat I like clean sex yeah it's like when sam comes up and he's got like my pussy juices all over him and i'm like no no, no i don't want no kiss no please i don't i don't like it please i love that i love it when someone's eating me out and then comes up and kiss me i like yeah. kiss them even deeper i'm like yes and i, I, I think taste to myself i think most most people like messy like sloppy blowjobs i've I never been good at doing a sloppy blowjob like i can't i'm just like yeah i like i'm like i, I gross myself out with my own saliva and i'm like <laughs> like cold oh i love saliva i don't like it i love smell. it when people spit in my mouth yeah funny you say that i was spitting in sam's mouth last night oh really yeah but like it wasn't so you don't mind doing it the other way around i was you just won't ingest it yourself <laughs> yeah and he was like holding me down trying to spit in my mouth and i was like screaming oh. i was like i was like sam proper freaking out and he was like come on come on you've done it to me i'll do it to you and i was like ah like i was <laughs> it's like do anything to me time like abuse me but like that i was fully freaking out i couldn't handle it that's hilarious fuck me Hello! I'm here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Go Love Yourself. It's the show where we're working to love ourselves a little bit more. Yay! I'm Laura. I'm a body confidence and plus size fashion influencer. I was also on the Bake Off. You were? Why didn't you tell anybody? (laughs) And I'm Laura's best friend, Lauren. And we're going to be talking about everything from diet culture to dating, mental health to social media, and generally just giving zero fucks about what people think. 
And we're going to be chatting to some of our favourite people. You'll see the photo. It's fine. <laughs> it involves some fists, but that's all we can say. Thank God we got a doctor in the house. <laughs> Your body is the least interesting thing about you. Yes. Yeah. Give me a chance. I haven't even digested my sprouts. <laughs> We've got new episodes out every Tuesday. Just search Go Love Yourself in your podcast app. I'm in a slightly weird situation. Mm. Well, it's not really weird. But like, since coming back to London, I've been like testing the waters with becoming friends with my ex. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. Like, I know you, said you were chatting, but... Yeah, so we've we turn like texting here and there mm-hmm. to a couple of phone conversations. Oh, okay. Are they so? How are they going? Are they all got? Yeah, like it's it seems it seems good and it seems nice, and I do feel really invested in trying to make this work as mm-hmm. a friendship. But I'm also very like taking it slow, mm-hmm. like feeling out the feels if they do come up, and like figuring stuff out because it's I think you know it's like when two parents divorce and stuff and they can still be friends like why can't you be friends with your ex and it just be I feel like if we were friends it like such good friends in the relationship that we can make it work like neither of us did something really shit to each other we never like it was always done in love Mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm like I don't know if we're totally ready for this, but mm-hmm. testing the waters, I did get to a point in the last phone conversation. I think we've had like three phone calls mm, since I've nice. been back. And they've all been like decently long, like nearly an hour each. Because mm-hmm. we've always just chat, like we just chat shit and we can just talk. Like, you know, when you meet those people, you can just talk and talk and talk. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we've always been like. And you're, you're right. Like, I, I think people can be good friends there are plenty of people especially like you know friends from uh, relationships that you had years ago and time has passed and you fall in love with other people they fall in love with other people yes um i feel like it it, it definitely can work then because you've separated it and you know that that is over i mean the ultimate question for trying to figure out the relationship of from going from romantic to platonic is yeah. if you can see them with another person and be okay. Yeah. And it not and right now probably not. Probably not. Yeah. But I think for either of us. I think you're right about like you just it's probably a bit too early and you probably just need more time. But yeah. that that's that's a nice future to look forward to where you potentially can have a, a happy relationship where it works yeah. where you can both be happy for each other's relationships I'm, I'm almost like you know it's so not what people do is like really stay friends with someone that they were so heartbreak broken over that I almost feel like I want to challenge myself to change the way we do things mm-hmm. and like if I can push past this and become really good friends with someone that I was like so in love with in a different way like can I can I keep that soul connection but in a platonic way rather than a romantic way I think anything's possible when you put your mind to it I think yeah. it's just you, you you both just have to go through the right amount of healing yeah and be in a good place to do it I mean, yeah. the future is vast. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. now. It doesn't have to be in the next couple of years. It could be like in five years fucking time. It feels like yeah. it wants to be now though, but if it's if it's too painful, 
then it might might just need more time we're gonna see each other in person and sort of decide how we feel yeah that's that's a good way to do it yeah um yeah it it sounds like whatever happens like it's gonna be good for personal growth whether or not you Mm -hmm. meet up and you're like nope can't do this like let's let's have some more time or whether or not like hey okay this feels okay holy shit Yesterday, um, I did something super exciting. I was invited mm-hmm. to Crossbreed, which is a London fetish sex, I wouldn't even say scene or party. It's very yeah. much like a uh, like a community um, yeah. that host mu- weekly events, uh, super inclusive for everyone. And I went to their training for their staff. So they have what's called like armband wearers where they are there in the party to basically watch over everyone, make sure everyone's safe, be approachable. Um, And they were also training up the bar staff as well. And it was fascinating, like really fascinating. I learned so much stuff that you don't think about. Um, They have a huge extensive list of rules. Um, Of course, things like no transphobia, Mm-hmm. Um, no misgendering, um, everything, everything from consent. They were talking about, which I thought was really interesting, how like cruising isn't acceptable. So you get the people who turn up uh, alone and who right. maybe uh, try and integrate but aren't successful, but just become annoying or can ruin other people's night as well. Um there was just there was so much in there one of the most interesting bits about it was learning about uh what to look out for in a situation that might be unsafe um and uh, a part that surprised me was something called subspace and dom drop which um if anyone's in the bdsm community they will know that subspace is kind of like the aftermath or or during this can happen during when you're being dominated your brain kind of just goes like completely numb and because you're on such a euphoric high or you're being told what to do, you're not really the same person. It's the same with dom drop. After somebody's been really dominant, they can kind of, it's almost like needing the wind down period, needing the chill. So like if you have sex normally, you need you need a moment afterwards of just being like, okay, oh God, okay, I need a moment. So dom drop and subspace, generally speaking, is, a, is way more intense and it can show signs of people that seem like they're intoxicated so Mm. uh people can be like leaning against walls stumbling looking like they're half falling asleep maybe even speech slurring and they were talking about the difference between watching out for somebody who might have those symptoms who may be like if they've drunk too much if they've taken too much like whether or not they need medical attention or help or whether or not they just need half an hour and a juice you know because of subspace and dom drop they're very very like bdsm friendly community as well um i don't know if you've ever felt that before the subspace part where you're just i I don't know how to explain it you're you're literally not there you're you're a doll you're like i will like i will do anything and everything that you tell me because my brain is a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i can i definitely go all like fucking goo goo eyes and like I'm just like, uh, uh, like all I can do is like, yeah, like nod and agree. <laughs> I like, want to be okay. back in that space. Oh god, it's so fucking. I weird. like, I haven't, I haven't really experimented with any kind of BDSM for so long now, mm-hmm. and I miss it. 
like I think that that's kind of what I need right now yeah of pain and pleasure yeah oh it's 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 so exciting Mm. especially just like seeing if it works for you especially depending on who you're doing it with but yeah oh my god actually this is like sorry this is a bit of a like not not another pivot but (laughs) like similar like you know um I was talking about before I left LA that I was gonna meet up with that guy and he was um I was like oh yeah chatting to this guy like we have so many things in common he was like it really into like the whole BDSM thing mm-hmm. and like I was getting super excited to like explore that kind of stuff again with him yeah I don't know what it is about fucking men and the, like putting <laughs> expectations so high mm-hmm. and then when it actually comes to time to deliver they're like nowhere yeah i think i mean is it the expectations that we've created for them are we no, giving these people the, too much no. credit or is this no, what no, they're no, no, saying no. like there's been conversations where it's like talking about like multiple times of like seeing each other and like things like not not even like not even just like the one hookup it's like yeah we're gonna be fucking all the time like you're gonna need to do this like you're gonna need like you know all this like yeah prepare yourself like all of it oh the talk pisses me off and uh, i've experienced this a couple of times recently Mm. so this that this is really annoying because i'm like follow the fuck through (laughs) yeah i was really looking forward to that follow the fuck through and then also the guy um that I was chatting to when I was in Toronto the skater guy that um was in LA with a jiggly butt and like that conversation before was like oh yeah like we're just basically like talking about how we're gonna be doing loads of different stuff together I can't wait to explore all this with you and like do this and then when it actually comes down to it like the sex is super generic and like we don't get to explore anything that we set out to explore I don't know why I've heard about this from a lot of dudes and um, it's all this like weird pre-planning where it's like, are you getting yourself off by explaining this? And then this is yeah, just like a you thing that you're getting. It? Yeah, are you, you're just wanking over it now and thinking about it and then you're bored of it already and you don't want to go back there. Like, I, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what the word is for that. It's just like pre-planning but not following through. I always seem to end up doing this with people as well. I'm always talking to people that aren't initially available. Mm. <laughs> Please, therapist, help me. <laughs> I mean, I know that I have a problem with uh, available men. So. I was going to say, D- Dad? Dad, is that you? <laughs> Love me? <laughs> but like, still I was expecting them to follow through and then like it's always like the whole dad stuff it's like dad I just want you to do this for me and then they just disappear yeah fuck yeah (laughs) can't come forever (laughs) triggered yeah fucking triggered fuck oh yeah that needs that needs to end we need to we need to find non-dad just wanted to highlight these don't do that just you know if you're chatting with someone before meeting them don't just put loads of expectations out there and then don't follow through follow the fuck through anyway back to crossbreed um i would love to go to a sex party soon (gasps) well let's take you i don't know what that was take you take you there i was gonna say take you one but take you there take you there um please do take me (laughs) 
take me. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take you to some. Okay, uh, cool. Do you want to go to a fetish party or a sex party? Uh, either or, like both. Both. I'll do both. The above. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go, Beach. Um, I actually do really want to go to Crossbreed because it just it got me so hyped and it was so nice i i just i i want to go and see all the other sex parties like training sessions and debriefs to see what they talk about i mm. almost feel like they cannot top crossbreed because they covered so much not wow, just about yeah. like sexuality and gender but also things like um unconscious bias i found fascinating you know say if a situation has happened and maybe you're speaking to both of them or one of them and the unconscious bias to lead with somebody that might be pretty prettier or somebody that is white somebody that's a male you know all this interesting stuff i was like fuck this is fascinating they're also like really on ableism as well and trying to make it a safe space for everyone. I was just like, this is fucking beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is the what all places... The wokest of all the sex parties. It was. It, I was I was so impressed. So I, I want to see what the other ones are like. Mm. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, so I have a little exciting announcement, announcement that I've completely forgotten to mention. <gasps> um, so I am creating my own tickle event. Yeah. yeah. Um and I'm really like excited and quite nervous about it. But I'm I'm creating it specifically for people that uh, I suppose like friends of friends, like people I know that I've been talking to over the years, people I've met and making it my main priority is making it a safe place for vulnerable people. So women, trans, non-binary, femme peeps. And I wanted to make my own tickle event with again the whole vetting process is people that know people directly or if they have a a profile with face photos or like like well-read information uh, especially if i don't know them and everyone that has requested to join um i'm vetting them as well i'm asking them a couple of questions to make sure their safety so i'm asking them like you know what makes a party safe how do you approach someone if you want to tickle them um, what to look out for when uh, I can't even remember the phrasing of the t- the question, but like along the lines of like what's not okay. And would you believe? It's very exciting. It's very exciting. But would you believe there are still quite a few people that are really offended that I want to make a safe space for women and and vulnerable what? people. Really offended. Like uh, like I'm <laughs> I I still don't really I don't really get this. And this is. Like, I've already had a couple messages on Instagram. I had one message which was ridiculous from someone being like, like, I, like, I, I, should I read it out? Because it's really hard to describe. Sure, um, yeah. And let me find it. Um, and I've, uh, so someone I knew put it on the Discord server for the tickling community. And apparently a lot of women were really offended that I, I, I wanted to make it a safe space for vulnerable people. It was almost like I was chastising men and being like, they, they took it like I was not inviting men at all. Um, and fuck it. People apparently were attacking, and this is secondhand information. People were apparently attacking that, saying that like I had no BDSM experience and stuff, and I was a bit like, 
what the fuck is going on? Like, also, if if you feel uncomfortable about an event where the main priority is making vulnerable people feel safe, you are not welcome there. This is not the party for you. It blows my mind. It just... That should come in, like... Everything. It should be a given that that situation is made to make vulnerable people feel safe yeah and i think people are just twisting it out of context anyway i just think it's insane because it's like like they don't like being called vulnerable no i don't think it's that i think it's that i'm not i'm i'm worried about the gender split and i don't want to have too many men coming and i think a lot of again i don't know I'm assuming a lot of straight women who only want to play with men might be upset about that because they don't want to be in a party where there's loads of other people there. They just want to play with men. That's what I'm assuming. Otherwise, like, why else would you have a problem with this? I don't know. All I want to do is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, I was a bit confused. So this person asked me about the event and I said, I'd love to invite you to my typical event, but I can't do so without more info and pictures from you. I, I maybe should have gone on to say like why pictures are important. It's not about looks. It's about if you are happy to post pictures of yourself, your face, then you are less likely to do something of an issue at a party because you have your reputation reputation to uphold, right? Mm-hmm. That goes for anyone. At dating websites, if you see somebody without their face in, you think they're shady. You think like, well, yeah. why are you not getting your face in there? Exactly. You can say the bullshit rule of like, oh, I'm, I'm worried about like people finding me or work. Fair enough, but I don't want to go anywhere near you. There is yeah. something off about that. The likelihood of, of, of a work colleague finding you is mad anyway. Yeah, I don't like that either. And they're also on the same system. They would have had to be there to see you anyway. Mm-hmm. So this person responded, hey there, I'd like to clarify that it wasn't my intention to force anything. I think maybe he wrote some messages and, and maybe deleted them. That's the only thing I can think of because it's a bit out of context. Yeah. Um. I'm not angry and I certainly don't want to ruin or ki- your event or kill your vibe. It simply felt like men were not welcome in gen- general. I can only guess that you made this decision because you're afraid of some guys showing inappropriate behaviour and that's perfectly understandable. Yet the assumption that excluding all men will solve that problem feels somewhat discriminating. But then again, it's your event, your rules, and you- and I have no right to complain about it. I have no interest in bad blood. And all I could respond was, I think I'm a little confused. Where have I mentioned excluding all men? I am sexually attracted to men. I want men to be there. Where (laughs) have they got this from? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm... uh, I thought I didn't mind about this little issue, but I clearly do. I'm really (laughs) frustrated about it. I'm a bit just... I'm a bit just like... I don't understand. Like, why? It's probably because I'm not opening it out to the public. And I have said to people, like, I'm, I'm not just going to let you come if no one knows who you are. If you don't have clear photos and information on your profile, you can't come. Someone's either got to go, yes, I know them and they're okay. Uh, or I have to vet you properly. Yeah. Which makes total sense. It's a right? sex party. Like, it's probably one of the most vulnerable spaces that you can be in. Mm-hmm. Even if it is just tickling and we're not necessarily doing sex, it's like tickling can go from being light and innocent, yeah, but also being way past people's boundaries, hitting limits, like absolute red flags, no-go zones and, and lack of consent. And that's, yeah. I, I still have to be so careful because for somebody, it could be traumatizing. And that's the last thing I fucking want. 
Yeah. Yeah, you've just got to be really, really careful with any, like, fetish-related event. Yes. So, um, so yeah, besides the fact that I am angry about that, <laughs> um, I am really excited for this event because, you know, coming out about my tickle fetish has been incredible and I've been so excited. And, and now I get to meet people physically and build a community of, yeah. of like-minded people that I don't feel like I have to, like, hide every little bit about myself from. Um, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. And I'm not even, I'm like asking for a five pound contribution, you know, I, I, like yeah. it's not a, ch- like I think other events are like 20 quid or something like that each. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very excited. Uh, depending on when this episode comes out, my first event's going to be the 11th of February. Oh, very soon yeah, then. Very soon. Um, and of course, if you want to come along, come and find the information on FetLife. Find me on FetLife under Read Amber X. Find my event. Um, it's called like, I don't know, meet and greet for tickle enthusiasts. Um, it's very much for beginners as well. So it's like, it's just a meet and greet, but you have the option to play if you want to. It's not, there's no expectations. Um, and I want to keep the gender split as even as possible. So we just, we need more women. We need more trans, non-binary, LGBTQ peeps. Um, because of course, like most sex events, there are loads of men that want to come with. And I got to keep it even. That's the thing. I think yeah, it's super important. Sure. Super duper important. So yeah, that's that's my other little exciting news. That's I'm very, very, very exciting. Well, we look forward to, yeah, we look forward to hearing about the first event. I can't wait to hear about the first event. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be teething periods, right? So I'm hoping that this is the first event where I can kind of, see it all figure it all out and do more events like this but if anyone wants to message me on instagram if, if you don't have a fetlife account because fetlife can be like the wild west of it's like the sex fetish <laughs> I'm facebook of, i'm a bit scared of fetlife yeah, i have never I, made an account because i'm like Ey. yeah i i don't blame you a couple of a couple of girls who messaged me on Instagram have made FetLife account and then one of them was like I had to change my picture because I had like like tens of messages come through from creepy dudes and I was like I'm so sorry FetLife is gross sometimes Um, but it can also be a really good way to find like-minded fetish peeps like it's been really good for me I just I ignore a lot of the shit messages there's hundreds that fucking come through I feel like you kind of get used to that when you're a woman dating yeah, like, you unsee on it. Every single dating app you go on, it's just like, oh yeah, just these 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 messages. And the this is this is why I understand why people get upset about ghosting. Like I'm trying to think of like all the dudes out there that have been upset that I've ghosted them because I just haven't responded back to a message. It's because the messages are so overwhelming. You know, yeah. like you might get a like a dude might get maybe one or two like requests or something and it like it will be double triple quadruple that for women it's just it yeah it blows my mind it was always quite funny when i speak to my male friends that are on field mm-hmm. like and compare the amount of likes yes. that you get yes yeah it's actually insane like guys don't get a lot of action on there. Yeah, they really don't. It's hard for, I think women also find it, or, you know, non-cis male people find it really hard to like and like put themselves out there because we've never really been taught we needed to. Mm. But I think for a lot of dudes, they have to. It's like, oh yeah, just keep trying, put yourself out there. It's this whole like (laughs) chivalry versus man, like you need to make the first move. You need to ask for a date. You need to ask for a number. And I think that's fucking toxic as fuck. (laughs) 
I remember seeing like a video on Instagram or something of someone like filming over someone's shoulder and they were just on like Tinder or something, just swiping right to yeah. everyone. Every single one. It's like lock at the draw, lock at the draw. And they're like, like hoping that someone's going to come back to them. Blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> not not acceptable. Uh, like, women do you, not do that. We, how we, did you meet your, how did you meet your wife? Yes, I swiped right on every single person on Tinder and then I found her. Yeah. Vagina owners do not do that. We look at every single profile and we pick and choose. I read it all. I look at all the photos. All the photos. This is why if you're unsuccessful, you need new updated photos, clear photos and a really good fucking profile. Otherwise, mm. you're just not looked at twice. Again, like I'm sure it's the same with your Instagram DMs. The amount of people that will message and message and message and be like, read this, you need to read this. And it's because I think in one day I counted how many I had in 24 hours and it was yeah. 35 messages in my request folder just in one day. Yeah. It's just, it. Uh, like, of course I'm not going to read your message. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. I don't have time. There's not enough hours in the fucking day to do that. Yeah, I, I got a creepy voice note in a message request. <gasps> voice note, so like intimate and personal. Creepy. Yeah, and then it was just like, hey, uh, I don't know why you've, you're ignoring me. Like, <gasps> you obviously don't interact with your fans and stuff like you say you do. I don't know why you want us to get involved. You're fucking um, joking. Because like, I, you know, I've been following you for like a year now and like you still haven't replied to me that is like scandalous well, I, do, I don't reply to random guys that message me on instagram and especially not who fucking like voice note that shit the best way to that is so creepy the best I've way to be seen oh I've, I've had some even creepier voice notes on yeah oh, someone asking about like selling panties and like oh there was one about like shit shitting in a tupperware I mean, okay, we have different levels of creepy. I feel like, yeah, if you want to pay me to do that, for sure. Like, that's just a business transaction. What I found creepy is I have had... Oh, yeah, okay, voice notes. <laughs> that that definitely feels creepier. Um, the weirdest fucking message, the, the one that still sticks in my mind, is somebody got a photo of my face on their iPad and there was cum all over it. And I've it had a, that before as yeah, well. It's right? so creepy. It's disgusting. Like, I, I'm still haunted by that image of, like, I feel so violated. Yeah, and I feel a bit sick. Yeah, like, just, like, someone had gone out of their way to put my photo up, come on it, and then take a photo and send it to me. That was worse than receiving a dick pic. So gross. So gross. Yeah, messages and... And it's like, oh, oh God, what are they fucking thinking? Are they thinking like, oh my God, she's magically going to see how much that you've turned me on and go for a drink with me and fuck me? Like, what, are, you, are you doing that for the shock factor? You know that this is repulsive oh, They get turned on by sending the image yeah. in the first place. The yeah. that you might see it. You know? I mean, it's all about their own pleasure. That, like, you cannot be sending a dick pic or a picture like that or, or sex messages like that if it's yeah. not about your own pleasure. Yeah. Fucked <sighs> up. It's so yeah. fucked up. It's so fun. This okay. has been a great catch up. I feel like we covered yeah, a lot today. It's been a, it's been a really great catch up. I hope you've enjoyed it, curious fuckers. Yeah, I hope you learned a lot. Of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do is share it with your friends, family, Ooh, colleagues, yeah. everyone. Social media, share it on your social media. If you put it on your stories and tag us, we will mm. repost because we just that's it's so delightful to see that. 
we will and of course give us a rating you can do it now on apple Podcasts and spotify mm-hmm. and leave a review because we love love hearing about what you think of the podcast and also if you are a brand and you are looking to sponsor such podcasts as ours fucks given then please slide into our email as well which is fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk of course, if you want to keep up with everything, our Instagram is at ComeCurious. You can follow mm. us as well on our personal accounts, Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. Well, and you hey. can also watch this entire podcast episode on YouTube if you want to see our faces. Yeah, and we've got loads of other vlogs on there. Being... Yeah, we do, yeah. If you want to know, like, if you want to get like a deeper dive into our life and like what we're actually like in person the vlogs will tell all yeah i've been roping sam into a lot of my youtube vlogs uh the latest one that's been it's really cute it's really nice actually Uh, i think he's still trying to figure out how he feels about it but we're we're getting there baby steps we we um did a vlog about looking at our first ever messages together on dating app and on whatsapp yeah and we were creased the voice notes (laughs) that we were sending to each other dying your your, like first voice note to him was hilarious hilarious it was just like your phone sex voice (laughs) yeah it's like well hi i'm like really fucking sexy you know it was just so (laughs) bad it was so bad (laughs) but um yeah so so go check that out it's amazing florence has also um got amazing vlogs in there about all of her la experience all my my travels and heartbreak um healing process it's all up there beautiful got a good one actually that came out last weekend um, well, it'll be last weekend now mm-hmm. about my little Christmas vacation in Palm Springs. Oh, Christmas and it's quite vacation. funny. It's quite funny if I don't say so myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's five stars from Florence there. <laughs> anyway, check it out. And we will see you next Thursday, Curious Fuckers. See you next Thursday. Love you. Bye. Love you all. Bye.